0: One and all.
1: dnvr we are live from studio a here at the dnvr bar and today the a stands for aaron
2: aaron easy <laughs>
1: as it often does on a double the
2: a yes aaron
1: yes aaron um we got to talk a little bit about aaron Rodgers, I and mean, that's kind of like a weekly update sort yeah. of thing yeah. here uh you got to just circle around because the news cycle with aaron is always changing just as he wants it to be exactly and
2: every market talking about him every week
1: and to be honest we decided that we were going to do this yesterday well things have already changed (laughs) since then uh so for an update on all this let's go to zach in sports zach (laughs) what's the latest news on aaron Rodgers? well
2: as you said the latest news what about 20 minutes ago ryan is that aaron Rodgers has ended his engagement with Shailene Woodley, the power couple is no longer a couple. Both still very powerful, though. I never really saw them as a power
1: couple, gotta no, be honest. No?
2: They, I mean, I agree. They they were kind of like a hidden couple.
1: Yeah, yeah. It had, like, it had as a couple, it had, like, B-list energy. Mm,
2: so, say Shailene's the B? Or is, is Aaron a B as well? I
1: don't know. They just didn't have power couple status. Like, you didn't see them, like... I could be completely wrong on this, but like you didn't see them like going to the Met Gala.
2: Oh, absolutely! You know, you know what, what they I mean? were? They were like the Forest couple. You know, yeah. they, they, they <laughs> lived in the woods. They they probably touched a couple grasses or two together. Yes, and uh, I mean literally, we're in Hawaii for like months together, right?
1: Yeah, it was too too off the radar to be a power yeah, couple. In yeah, <laughs>
2: very fair. So the uh, non power couple, I don't even think there are pictures of them together where it's like you know. Then TMZ takes the photo and splits it apart, and it's like they're broken up. Oh, no, it's... I don't. I don't think they could even do that with this couple.
1: You'd probably have to also crop out Miles
2: Teller and right his, <laughs> exactly his wife or girlfriend. <laughs> Add some grease to Aaron's hair yeah, after yeah. last week's appearance, but they're done. And we know one of the the reasons that we, uh, uh, you know, a connection to Aaron to Colorado last year was Shailene lived here and had a house here in Boulder, really liked it. And we know that Aaron was here time and time again over this past year or two because of that. And now that Colorado connection, at least that one, doesn't appear to be there anymore.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's that matters all that much. Okay. <clears throat> like I like we kind of talked about yesterday maybe he associates all things Colorado with her and like he doesn't want to come back here I actually liked what you said uh as like the counter argument to that which was like maybe she just opened his eyes a little more to Colorado and the right. and the great things that you know it has he already knew about the great um, cowboy hat store (laughs) Um, but you know maybe they I know they spent some time in Denver specifically Um. obviously they spent time in Boulder where she lives Um, So maybe, you know, during that time, he's like, wow, this really is a great place.
2: Right, exactly. That could have been the case. And I I don't think that this hurts that much. I think it hurts in the fact where maybe he did have someone pulling him to Colorado. Now that's no longer there. So he doesn't have that pull to come to Colorado. But I don't think that this hurts necessarily. What if it was
1: her decision, though, and he wants to win her back? So he moves oh. to Colorado.
2: Well, you know what? There could be something to that because the reports were that Shailene felt that he chose football over family. Family, a.k.a. being her. He's always, and yeah, he chooses, it, chooses everything over family. Yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, she should have known that coming in. Yeah. Uh, but what if that is something where he says, you know what, a way to uh, show you that I love you and choosing you? I'm going to force my way to the Broncos so I can be in Colorado.
1: Oh gosh, what a dramatic <laughs> situation to be involved in. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think it matters. It is possible that before she was like, "Oh my god, what if you got traded to the Broncos? That'd be amazing." Mm-hmm. You know, and that puts the the seed um, so n- you you probably won't have that now unless you know you met some other people while he's out here in Colorado.
2: <laughs> well, that's very true. Uh, well, this th- this is kind of the sitcom, uh, or, or no, not not sitcom. What's the the afternoon shows on Monday through Friday? Oh, um, what are those called? Yeah, I know what you're you know, talking. The very about. dramatic ones yes. where there's breakups soap and opera? soap yes. opera. There, there we go. go. Super producer Kale coming in from us. That's kind of this, producer Kale. the super producer. The super producer Kale. He knows all about those. Uh, that's the soap opera. Side of this news, there actually was some maybe real news over the weekend. And Ryan, right when I saw this report from me and Rappaport, I thought, well, f. But it may not be a big. F as I initially thought. So the report comes in that Aaron Rodgers is in a positive place with the Packers as his future looms. And then there's kind of two big spots in here where Aaron where where Ian Rappaport goes on and says the relationship is as in a good of a spot as it's been in quite a long time, leading to optimism and hope for many all involved that he will choose to return to Green Bay. However, no one knows for sure what Rodgers will do, except for Aaron, and no one will rush him to do it. In this article, he goes on to say that uh, it's expected that Aaron's going to take a— or actually, it's not expected. He told NFL Network last week that he's going to take a couple more weeks to— To decide his future, but we'll still have that timeline of right before free agency, that decision will be made. So I know we had some people in the comment section yesterday saying, is this thing going to happen soon? It really feels like it's going to happen soon. According to Rodgers himself, he's weeks away, not days away. So Ryan, are the Broncos out? Is it done? Real quick, do you ever
1: just think about a word or a phrase way too much, and it just messes with your head? Oh, absolutely. That's where I'm at with soap opera right now. What a (laughs) weird combination of words.
2: Is it s Is it two words?
1: Two words. S O A P space opera. Like, it's not soap or opera.
2: It's it's far from from either.
1: either. I I knew Kale was going to have an answer for this. No way! But wait, really? It, wait,
2: is yeah. opera a domestic task?
1: No, it's the soap, like, you know, when you're cleaning the dishes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then opera, did opera. it used to be? A, did those did those shows used to be singing?
1: I think maybe we're um, we're making this, the definition of opera too narrow based on uh, what we think of opera. Okay, maybe more so of like vocal just opera meaning like a show a show yes. oh wow yes <laughs> we we i think we now that we've solved this we can move on what was your question now that now that we've we're getting some
2: real answers coming in from the
1: chat they would advertise and uh, uh, advertise soap usually yeah. during commercials <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that's kind oh, of what I wow, was thinking. Oh, wow, dramatic ad. So then, Ryan, before we go any further, we have to figure out, now we're on a noon time slot for this show, mm-hmm. we're talking football, what are we? Uh, I mean, we're not a show. We're a beer opera. A beer opera. Yes. Uh, I, I don't think we can use the word opera. It's just for, it's just a show. Is this a show? I mean, we, just a show? we put on, on a theatrics oh, on the okay, show. Oh, okay, okay. You know? Well, uh, why not a beer musical? Well, we don't sing. Uh, Sometimes sometimes you do. do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, wait. Last thing on soap operas. What's the name of the Aaron Rodgers soap opera? Oh, with Shailene? I was thinking... uh, You're going to have something
2: with cowboy hats.
1: No, I was thinking like Aaron out. Oh, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty
2: good. That I don't know if that has the drama punchline to it. No though.
1: one's ever used this title for a show before. Mr. Rogers.
2: Oh, okay. Yes. Very similar personalities, yes. too, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same morals and principles. Uh, how about greasy hair? Oh,
1: grease. just like
2: greasers. Yeah, or grease. I don't think there's, no, a, no there's one's anything ever used that. named that either. Okay, what was the question you asked me about? The it? question was... is...
1: Glad we hashed that out. Especially
2: with Ian Rappaport's report, is it over? Should should the Broncos say goodbye? We are moving on because Aaron has moved on.
1: No, but I do think the Broncos need to set a cutoff date, Mm. um, where Plan A goes out the window. Yeah. Um, If Plan A or Plan AA uh, is Aaron, (laughs) um, then you have to have a move-on time, because. Hanging on to things for too long can put you in bad positions. Perfect example, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but a perfect example would be Brock Osweiler. The Broncos hung on to the idea that Brock Osweiler is going to be their starting quarterback in 2016 for so long that they were completely blindsided. And according to people I've talked to, they shouldn't have been, but they were completely blindsided by the fact that Brock did not want to come back um he apparently felt slighted by the fact that he was benched no. even though he was winning um and the broncos then panic picked paxton triple p um <laughs> and
2: a double a to a triple p yeah, and, and that That's put them a in, soap in a really opera.
1: right exactly <laughs> so i actually think they've been operating the way that you should be operating on this which is look aaron's plan a but let's not let's not make plans around that
2: so then when when is that cutoff date is it free agency well, it's certainly the draft,
1: okay. because there is a little part of me that still believes that they let it linger too long last year, and it impacted their draft position, yep. or draft selection, um, which is frustrating, It's I think. very frustrating. Um, and so, certainly by draft day, you have to have made the decision, or have a clear idea of what's going to happen, and you better be right. Uh, if you think he's coming, and you liked a quarterback and pass on them again, well, then that's back-to-back years that you've set the franchise back by a pipe dream.
2: So it should be over by the draft, for sure, because Aaron keeps saying he's going to have it figured out so that Devontae doesn't get get hosed, uh, lack for a better term, by the Packers with what they do with him, but... We also know that Aaron has drawn this out for over a year now, right? And last year it kind of seemed like there was you know, a training camp window, and then there was a little more drama, and it just keeps going on and on. So I think you're completely right, Ryan. And something that really ticks me off and that really ticked me off when I saw this report from Rappaport when I initially thought uh, the dreams of getting Aaron Rodgers are done is, man, the Broncos just get played. By every quarterback, it seems. Whether it's from the Broncos putting it out, the team that's trying to potentially trading a top tier quarterback putting it out, whether it's that quarterback putting it out, the Broncos are always linked. in these guys and the Broncos just get played and played and played, whether it's so that quarterback can get a contract extension from that team, whether it's so that quarterback can get more say in the organization like Aaron Rodgers did. And it just pisses me off. And that's something where you know how you stop doing that is if you put your foot down, tell Aaron Rodgers through back channels that here's the date we need to know by and if not, we're just done with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's good business, right? Mm, um, unfortunately. You know, like, uh, DNVR is starting to get a, re- a reputation of, you know, uh, getting a, 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 you know, <laughs> gathering up the talent around town. Other places, uh, other people, when they're renegotiating their contracts, should say, well, yeah, DNVR is <laughs> right, coming after me, right, you know? Right. Um, so I get it, you know. A- Aaron, you, you play up, oh, I like Denver, uh-huh. you know. You, you feed that out, and all of a sudden the Packers are like, all right, just whatever you want, we'll give it to you. You yep. know, yep. just make it make the madness stop. Yep. Um. So I get it. Um. And the Broncos' desperation is a bad place to be, and they're desperate. Yep. Um. And so they get played. <laughs> I mean, again, you know, to take it back to like high school. Yeah, you're desperate. You get <laughs> yeah, played. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're the guy, who's we don't like, need to relive my high school. <laughs> days. If you're the guy who's like, you know, buying flowers and bending over backwards <laughs> yeah. and bringing lunch, uh, you know, just trying to get a girl to finally, yeah. you know, come after you. Well, someone is going to have the wrong intentions <laughs> to bring you along to get some free lunch and Starbucks yep. in the morning and yep. all that stuff. Yep. Yep. So the Broncos are that. The Broncos are the desperate dude in high school yep. who will do anything to get the attention of a girl. And it's a really bad place to be because everyone can leverage you.
2: And once they put their foot down and say, you know what, I'm just going to be me, do me, hang out with the boys, then you might see some people coming around. Exactly. Yep,
1: got to be yourself. Now, <laughs> unfortunately, quarterbacks don't just... um. Des- randomly get attracted to you and <laughs> right. uh, like text you, and then you, they just get to be your quarterback. Right. If that was the case, uh the NFL would be a wild place. But <laughs> they uh, eventually are going to have to make a commitment to someone, mm-hmm. um and that's why I say do it before the draft. Look, I'm in on Malik Willis now. It's so funny how before that was like a stretch, and now it's like, oh, can you even get him? It's like the classic <laughs> draft. Draft time of year story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's there at nine, which again, we didn't think Justin Fields would be last year, he was. If he's there at nine, and even if the Broncos wanted to trade up a few slots to get him, I'm in on that. Um, so make your figure it out by then. And if you don't have Aaron Rodgers, if you don't feel like you can, you're, you're 100% getting Aaron Rodgers. move on and and, you know let's make let's make another investment how about
2: how about how about the desperate player starts putting some pressure on the other side right now and floating out that they do love malik willis and Mm. that they'd be willing to trade up for him and then aaron maybe he starts saying oh boy i really did like colorado when i was out there maybe i should make this decision quicker and maybe i shouldn't listen to the packers offer of two years 90 million dollars 45 million dollars a year indian rap reports report he says they are willing to make him the highest pay quarterback in the league no duh of course they should be he's a back-to-back mvp but maybe you put the pressure on him right now so that things can't get continue to get better in green bay how
1: did he go with rap sheet and not rap report
2: that's a great question. No idea. Do you think someone already had it?
1: I don't know. I'm just like, I've always thought like, cause it, saying the Ian Rappaport report is a, is a real mouthful. It is. If you just said, oh yeah, the rap report said. The
2: rap report, man, that's great. Yeah. Not, not everyone has a, has a mind like yours, right? I'm,
1: I'm available for hire if you're trying to think of these types well, of things. At
2: the combine, you could suggest that to him. Mm,
1: I could. I yep. would just have to get down on one knee first.
2: Oh, 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 you're going to, oh, it's a height thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: uh, sorry 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 to uh, vertically challenged people
2: yeah we i i accept
1: your apology for thank all of you us. thank you um yeah i mean i don't think that makes any difference for aaron rogers he's not you can't like scare him yeah and that's why he's in such a position of power Yep. um and that's just a lesson for everyone at home Yep. The less F's you give, yeah, it's so the more true. power you have.
2: Man, I, w- I was holding this back. I didn't want to put myself out there like this. But all the first three years of high school, I was that desperate <laughs> guy. And you know what? It didn't really work out for me with anyone. And so, started my senior year, I said, I'm going to college next year. It's going to be a blast. I'm not going to care this mm. year. If anything happens, it happens. If it doesn't, so I just started giving no no F's. And then I met my girlfriend who's now my fiance and, <laughs> and that's just that that's honest advice I give to people. Just don't give an F and it's okay. And Aaron Rodgers isn't giving enough an and you know what he's getting? A 90 million dollar contract from the Packers or someone else.
1: Yeah, I literally said I'm only focusing on work. It's the only thing that matters to me right now. I'm moving <laughs> to Centennial to be closer to the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. I don't want any distractions. I just want to grind. And then I'm at Alley and started <laughs> driving to Boulder every single night after, and then back to Centennial in the yep, morning. Yep.
2: So. Yep. That's how it works.
1: Yep. Exactly.
2: That's, that's the best life advice we can give on this podcast.
1: There we go. Give no Fs.
2: It sounds like, a, it sounds like a soap opera. There you go. Give no Fs.
1: Um, anyways, as it relates to Rogers, it's not time to give up. We know the news cycle. It's, it's just going to go, it's going to go and go and yep. go and um, Aaron Rodgers has the offer, but he hasn't responded to the Packers in five days. You know, like yeah. we're going to go through this whole yeah. cycle. And unfortunately, maybe I'm just over it at this point where I think in the end, it just ends up with him staying in mm-hmm. Green Bay. Um, but it's certainly not over, over. And I think the Hackett stuff and all that really helps the Broncos. Mm-hmm. But it's not free agency. And I think if it was free agency, the Bron- I would say, you know, Seventy-five percent chance the Broncos yep. get him. Yeah, um, but it's not free agency. the The Packers have to agree to a trade. The Broncos have to agree to a trade. Yeah, um, and Aaron Rodgers has to kind of force the trade. There's so many pieces there that I worry aren't going to happen. Now, let me ask you this, Zach. We talk about this from the Broncos' perspective over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. What about from the Packers' perspective? I want to. I want to get your opinion on that in a second first big night tonight at the dnvr bar double header both at 8 p.m avs finally lost a home game last night sad um but they got the golden knights tonight big rivalry love i love these games they always feel like a playoff game and then the nuggets have the warriors now the warriors terrify me i feel like they always play their best games against the nuggets Mm -hmm. but i think the nuggets are like plus 160 on the money line tonight, uh, and yeah. they have the best player in the world, yeah. so that'll be fun. I think the ABS are probably underdogs too because they're on the road. Uh, so come down, hang out at the DNVR bar, should be a blast.
2: Man, parlay those two over at DraftKings Sportsbook, and you're going to be looking good tomorrow morning. And also, something else to, to be looking good in the morning is if you bet $1 on the Nuggets, or any NBA team to win tonight. You'll get $150 in free bets to start your account for new users over at DraftKings Sportsbook, man. You're getting so much value if you put a unit on the Nuggets to win, and one of those units is dollar. And you'll get 150 free dollars in free bets if they win tonight, plus the plus 160 of everything else you put down on there. That is quite the way to start your account. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this 150-to-1 offer over at DraftKings Sportsbook. For new customers only, minimum $5 to deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: Also, a shout-out to Breckenridge Brewery mentioned uh you know hanging out coming down here enjoy the vibes tonight also when you come and you're a DNVR member you get a 22 ounce breck brew for the price of 16 which is awesome Uh, we also have good company hard seltzers you can get them in bucket form um, which is always, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of buckets, towers, pitchers, anything that reduces my amount of times that I have to go back to the bar to get yep. another drink. Yeah. Um, so, Pretty
2: much you only want to go to the bar when you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You, know, you want to make it a one-stop Oh, double shop. trip? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yep. That's,
1: it, the funny thing is like, I don't know, how far is it from one side of the bar to the other in here? 25 exactly. feet. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's, it's more the principle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's about just being able to stay in your seat and just keep drinking. <laughs> one time uh, in college. Uh, my buddy had like a leftover keg from like a party at his parents' house, and we just perfectly positioned the keg in between our two seats. <laughs> oh during, my gosh, dude. So during never an had NFL it? Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> we literally just grab it, fill it, drink it wow. all day long. It did was... you
2: have another, did you have a peek up next to you on the other side? I wish. Oh,
1: yeah. I wish. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking like maybe just like a direct line yep. to the bathroom. <laughs> <Yep>. um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, come hang out, get yourself some Break Brews, get yourself some good company seltzers you know, pitchers, buckets, whatever. It may be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Oh, really quick. Yeah. Did I hear a rumor that you made the
2: Madden playoffs this year? I'm in, year? baby. I'm in, baby. <laughs> it didn't look good three weeks ago. Three weeks in football. Four weeks ago in football time. Then I went on a three-game win streak, Ooh. and I'm sitting in first place in the division win, and I'm in yesterday. So you know what I do? Got your ass beat. I got blown out. Yep, I got <laughs> blown out. But I didn't want to go through all of the tiebreaker scenarios, but I thought I had the tiebreaker, but Madden didn't say I was in. Mm. So I was worried. I thought I was going to need the Raiders who I was playing or who, who who was going to have the same record as me if they won. I thought I was going to need them to lose. They win, and I thought, man, I'm done. But then I was in. And then so in. it was quite a, uh, quite a good night, and uh, now I got Brian oh i know i so know
1: if you need any advice on how to beat brian in the playoffs i've got plenty
2: oh well i good thing i know someone <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've got henry mm, well that's gonna be easy henry first Isn't round it? i don't know the old you know it's tough to beat a team three times in one season thing is that's uh it's weighing heavy it's
2: true it's tough to beat your son right
1: it is it is tough yes i've just thought of many jokes that i don't i'm not gonna make <laughs>
2: yeah i didn't um, mean it's come out like that
1: <laughs> uh anyways uh i i want I've been thinking about this for, like, the first time ever from the Packers' perspective. Okay. If the Broncos offered Mm -hmm. two very good players and three first-round picks, Mm -hmm. as
2: a Packers, do you accept that? Boy, the Packers are in such an interesting place because without Aaron Rodgers, they are full Rebuild Mm -hmm. and they know that they're going to have to be in full rebuild in one to two years, whenever Aaron Rodgers is done, because of their cap situation. And it does sound like they'll be able to work out their cap situation by kicking things down the road where they can give Aaron Rodgers $45 million, where they can sign uh, DeAndre or or, uh, Devontae Adams to either the franchise tag or to a, a, a long term deal and keep players around so it's not a rebuild. But eventually, they are going to have to rebuild. Is there a better way to rebuild than by getting three first round picks and two really good young players? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And I've been
1: thinking about this more and more and I'm like, I think the Packers would be dumb to not accept. Mm. Now that's crazy because I say give anything and everything for a franchise quarterback, but they're clearly not in a position to win a Super Bowl. They've only shown it time and time again. Um, Now, you can certainly sell yourself on the dream uh, as the Packers that well we'll be better next year and we'll have a better chance next year. No Tom Brady to deal with, etc. Um, hopefully you don't have to deal with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan as well. <laughs> um, but to me, I'm like they know that the dream is almost dead, right? Yep. Why not prepare yourself for the future? It's like you know um, the Nuggets. Trading Carmelo, it's like they knew the time was up, so they did what they had to do. Yeah, um, that's my thought on it. And while you can definitely, as the Packers say, well, if the Broncos think they can win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, why aren't we thinking that too? Right. But I think that there's a very decent possibility that they think, look, we have to start all over very soon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's get a head start because if we just let Aaron Rodgers retire, we get nothing for him, and if we don't win a Super Bowl in the next two years then we're in a way worse place than we would have been if we traded him.
2: Yep. I think it comes down to one thing. Aaron Rodgers, the way he made his contract when he went back to Green Bay last year was that next year, next offseason, he's a free agent. Now, there was unwritten language, and it was never written down. It was just agreed upon that they would explore a trade if he wanted to be traded this offseason, but not in the contract. So he can become a free agent next year let's say Aaron says I want out and the Packers say I don't think so but he doesn't want to retire he goes back there for one more year and if they know he's going back there just for one more year not signing a massive two-year deal not an extension that's when you have to trade him because Aaron Rodgers for three first round picks and two good players you got to do that knowing he's not coming back however I don't think you make that trade just because, like you said, from a Broncos standpoint, yeah, if they're going to trade three first-round picks, they should probably just keep him, if, especially if he's signing a two- or three-year deal. You know he has two or three more years left. But, man, if Aaron Rodgers is a little unhappy and he's not going to sign a deal to stay with you after this year, you do it. You, you absolutely do it.
1: Yeah, and, and man, it's just, the question really becomes, how long is he going to play? Yeah, Because maybe internally, like, I don't know why I just have two more years in my head. Um, and three would be a bonus. Yep. Um, anything above that is like massive gravy. Yep. Um, so if you're thinking you get two more years as the Packers, I, I think you, you're you can definitely sell the fan base that you won the trade
2: with three first round picks. Yep. You can now, what players are we talking? Uh, and, and it let, let me throw a few out there, Tim Patrick and uh, Bradley Chubb with three first-round picks, including nine this year. Mm,
1: That's a little tougher. Mm. Just because you don't have any proven – like, obviously, Tim Patrick has proven he's a good NFL player. Yeah. And I think Bradley Chubb has too, but there's no, like, star power there. No,
2: no. So that isn't a gimme. Now, what if it's Javante Williams and Bradley Chubb? A little bit better. Do they need Javante But uh, Yeah, I was going to – that's true. They have Dylan, That's true. Yeah. Okay, so then what Patrick Sertan is off the table? Broncos say no, Sertan. Okay. You're the Packers. You get to choose anyone else. Two. I'm
1: starting with Jerry Judy. Okay. Um, still on the rookie contract, very high ceiling, that sort of thing. Um, and then Justin Simmons. I thought about Justin Simmons It's just really expensive mm-hmm. and you're already having issues there. Right. Um, man, that's tough. Just because you want to go young, you you essentially want to go cheap and good. Yeah. Um, yeah, And the Broncos don't have that many cheap and good guys.
2: Wouldn't and and this guy isn't even cheap and good. He's not that combo. He's good, but Cortland Sutton, in terms of if Patrick Sertan is off the board. Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are probably the two best players on your team potentially in terms of upside and kind of putting Jones. Yeah, and I just There's don't think no he has that power star there. power. But then, are you really going to trade your quarterback and then get two wide receivers back when you're rebuilding? No, that what doesn't about, make sense either. What about Chubb and Judy? That that's, what
1: has been floating
2: that's two first. That's two former first-round
1: picks. One. Who, obviously, you, you got to sell. He just hasn't s- hit his ceiling yet. The other one who you got to sell, he just hasn't been healthy. And if he's healthy for us, he's going to blow up.
2: Yeah, and uh, man, I just don't know how much value Bradley Chubb has. You know how many sacks he has in the past two years? Yikes. Well, how many games has he played? Uh, he has played, let me pull that up. He played seven last year. And then the year before, I think he played in 14. Okay. Yep, it's seven and 14, so 21 games. <sighs> for a star pass rusher, how many sacks? In two combined seasons. Nine. Seven and a half. Oh, my God. Seven and a half. And that's why last year, your price for Bradley Chubb, he was viewed as that that hot talent. He was coming off a Pro Bowl season where he proved that he was coming off that ACL. And then last year – not entirely his fault but he did have the injuries and now that's something where if you're trading for him that injuries are definitely a knock on him if you're counting his value and then zero sacks last year Ryan 7 games zero sacks it's just unacceptable um
1: his now again he's coming he's not 100% but you're right his value is nowhere near what they spent on him it's only gone down it's like a the old like car leaving the lot scenario right um right
2: Oh, past three years, and a Ryan. a
1: couple different car crashes, so the Carfax aren't looking very good on that.
2: <laughs> past three years, he's played in, uh, let me see, 18, uh, 25 games. Past three years, 25 games, eight and a half sacks.
1: Oof. Yeah, I mean, the seven with zero in here just makes the whole thing yep. so bad.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's tough. Uh, and so, yeah, it's not really. it's not really there. The value, at least. Uh, in the comments, someone said like uh, something along the t- lines of Sutton, Sertan, and Simmons are all untouchable, and I just think that's totally wrong. Um, one yeah. player is untouchable. It's Pat Sertan, and I don't even know if he should be, but uh, he is.
2: Okay, and then so that's my question. We're, we're having a problem coming up with two good players, not good players, but good players that make sense in a trade to a rebuilding team. What if it's just Pat Sertan? Instead of two players, it's Sertan. Yeah, I would do it in a heartbeat. I I would too, and this is something we touched on yesterday. I do think George Payton is going to take uh, any trades by saying Patrick Sertan is off the table for any quarterback. I think that's wrong. I think that's the approach George Payton's going to take. How about
1: this? It's Pat Sertan in two firsts instead of three. Including nine this year? Because guess what? When we were sitting here on draft day last year, if you had told me three first-round picks, including this year, next year, and the year after, yeah. Take it or leave it. I would have said, take it 100%. Now, you should – I think Pat Sertan has actually outplayed his value, the opposite of Bradley Chubb. It's like he bought a home in Denver last year, and the value has only gone up since
2: then. But –
1: right i'm still making the trade
2: i i am too and the way you convince yourself of that is and the way you convince the Packers of that is pat sertan now looks like two first round picks yep. and he was a top 10 pick so yep. that that's kind of worth two first round picks this year that's worth two first round picks a number nine overall pick because that's worth you know like two picks in in the 20s and then next year's pick well that's the first round pick so you're talking five first round picks For Aaron Rodgers and Ryan, I think the good thing is you and I especially have been preparing ourselves and everyone that tunes into us for worst-case scenario. I think the trade, and from national people, a trade for Aaron Rodgers would be less than we're talking about. And so two first-round picks and an absolute stud player, that would probably get it done. It would probably get it done. Maybe a second-round pick on top of that, but come on. Come on! For a chance to compete for a Super Bowl... That is just so exciting.
1: Uh, I, I I completely agree, and it just goes into my take that like we need to stop calling football the ultimate team sport.
2: <laughs> well, that's true.
1: It's the quarterback and twenty-one guys whose job is to help the quarterback.
2: Yep, and coaches are good if you have the quarterback. Coaches are bad if you don't.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, the ultimate team sport is probably like rugby. Yeah, I think you're right. Like pretty, you know, because yeah. when I think of ultimate team sport, it's like everyone on the field has like, like their job is equally as important. Yep, yep. And I, I honestly don't know enough about rugby to say that definitively, but when I
2: right, watch it, right. it feels <laughs>
1: like everyone on the field it is ri- equally as important. It
2: really looks like it. Now, could you say... Now, I was going to say, could you say baseball? Because it's the opposite of the ultimate team sport. It's like so many individuals that it just happens to be a team sport, but then you have pitchers and no, stuff.
1: No, the only other one I was thinking of is like maybe soccer. Right, um, right. But then goalie... Yeah. Similar impact to basketball. It's basically everyone's just trying to... Like for the best teams it's just get the ball get the ball to that one guy who's good enough to put the ball in the net. So what we're and that's really oversimplifying, but <laughs> right so, so is saying football is twenty one guys and a quarterback.
2: What we're saying essentially to all the kids out there listening is yes, there certainly is no I in team, but there's definitely a me and that me is the quarterback yep, position. There's a Q in team. <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> uh so yeah, I mean I get it. Like Pat Sertan is an incredible cornerback. Mm-hmm. He will never do anything special in Denver in terms of team success unless they have a quarterback.
2: Yep, and you know what? The Packers really wanted a top-notch cornerback last year, and they got one later in the round, but the Broncos got an even better one. So, man, just looking at this, Pat Sertan, if he is on the table, I think that could be enough to convince the Packers to get a deal done, especially if Aaron Rodgers is a little bit flaky on going back there.
1: Yeah, man, they could put together a pretty nasty defense. Pat Sertan, Jair Alexander, Eric Stokes. Yeah, yeah. Um And now they have additional first-round picks if they want to do that. But again... Maybe you get Malik Willis if they wanted to start the rebuild this year. Yeah, or they believe in Jordan Love. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with and that. And remember,
2: the Broncos, not that this is a selling point, but we talked about it last year, the Broncos can't offer Teddy Bridgewater this year. Teddy Bridgewater is not under contract. The only guy, I guess the two guys they could offer is... Brett Ripon, I that wouldn't move the needle. And they could offer Drew Locke. There were reports the year before they drafted Jordan Love that they were very interested in drafting Drew Locke in the second round. In fact, they were going to draft Drew Locke in the second round if the Broncos didn't trade up.
1: If you're the Packers, don't you just, after the whole negotiation is done, you just say, like, also throw in Drew Locke. Yes, and you know what George Payton says? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. because then you just have another dart to throw absolutely yeah i would do it for yep, sure yep
2: yep absolutely
1: and and i guess that kind of goes into my slim piece of hope that i still do have for Drew Lock. i'm with some of the people in the comments i'm not as um um what's the word um like uh bullish yeah i was looking for like more of a like, i'm not as extremist about yeah, it as exactly. many people but or i do way. still believe there's a glimmer of hope there and yep. if i'm the packers i would just want to try it out absolutely absolutely
2: and like you said it's a throw-in piece
1: yes exactly all right uh i want to give a shout out to the friends over at ranch rider spirits taking the taking the uh the the dnvr staff by storm uh these ranch riders are so delicious um i really like there's like this um tequila jalapeno one Yeah. yeah ooh, has such like just Really bright flavors in it. Um, They also just have your classic ranch water, which is delicious as well. Much like good company hard seltzers, I like to pour mine over ice with a little lime on it. (laughs) Of
2: course you do. Um, That one makes a little more sense.
1: I think it all makes sense. (laughs) It all makes great sense. But uh, Ranch Riders, they're canned cocktails. They have tequila ones. They have vodka ones. I think they might even have rum ones. Um, But no no sugar added. No artificial preservatives i mean as they say no shit in there yep. so yeah you love to have it check out ranchriderspirits.com com to find a location near you i promise these things are fire
2: and one thing that i love about them is like you said there, there's no extra stuff added and uh, that's that's what i love right now and, and it's delicious as well so check them out and if you really want to have a killer weekend or a killer night check out our friends friends over at Lightshade dispensary as well man Lightshade and ranch riders potent duo right there and you can get ripple which is a fast acting dissolvable over at Lightshade dispensary and it's proven to hit two times faster than the leading gummy and absorbs within 10 minutes so you don't have to wait for that high to kick in and get that feeling right away and if you use the code dnvr over at Lightshade dispensary or in one of their 10 stores you will get 25 percent off each and every purchase so check them out at one of their 10 colorado locations or online use that code dnvr all right zach
1: should we hop into the uh, the comments here? absolutely all right, a couple super chats to get us started first one from Ian b i'm usually uh an rk simp but i'm not I'm not with the Willis pick. I like him a lot, but he's a project. I see him on a team that has zero interest in winning Carolina or with an established quarterback, uh, not Denver. I can see that. Um, I think the whole project thing is kind of overrated in 2022. Um, I just think that especially like if you have the right coaching staff, you can put these guys in a position to succeed and learn on the job. And I'm going to give Nathaniel Hackett and co. the benefit of the doubt that they can take this guy and say, hey, look, read one, read your first read, read your second read, and then just take off. And he has the ability and the athleticism to be that type of guy. The perfect example, and I'm not comparing these two, but just of how it kind of worked out for this guy is Josh Allen. He just, he wasn't very good in year one or year two. But he was athletic enough to where he just learned on the job, made some plays with his feet, um, and the best way to learn is by playing. Now, it can also screw you up, and you always run that risk. But again, I think if that coaching staff is putting that guy in a position to succeed, it's not going to rattle him or send him off the rails.
2: Yeah, I agree. And if you have the right guy, it shouldn't matter whether he plays or whether he sits. He should be that guy regardless. Yeah. I mean,
1: Patrick Mahomes sat a year. But he absolutely could have played that year.
2: And he would, I personally believe, he'd still be the same Patrick Mahomes. I agree. Maybe a worse rookie year, but he'd be fine.
1: Yep, exactly.
2: N- and the next one coming in from Bryce he says Rogers' revenge tour in Woodley's City. Signs with Broncos plot twist. Haha, <laughs> JK. Maybe not a JK. We're not claiming this as Woodley's City.
1: Just want to make that clear. It's RK city? Is <laughs> that it? It's just, uh, I don't know. It, 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 it just not hers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think she wasn't born here, was she? No. Yeah, no. she just lives here.
1: And she doesn't even live here. Yeah, she, no, lives she doesn't in Boulder. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, and that's also not Woodley's. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: that's your city. <laughs>
1: uh, all right, let's jump into the comments on the website. Of course, you can leave your comments there if you become a member at thednvr.com.
2: And Sir James says if RK and Zach are going. To lead the ship of this podcast, what's the celebrity couple name going to be? Rack? Zane. I need to know these things before Zane. you ask before you say yes. I'm aware you have too I wear I have too much time on my hands. Yeah, there's not really a good combination. Rack? Zion. Zion? Zion Williamson? Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. He says, also want to give a quick shout out to the unsung hero of this podcast, super producer, Kale. As someone who's produced shows in the past, I want to say you do an impeccable job every show. You are the real MVP, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, Kale, you are great. Love the new camera angles. Melvin Bronco suggested Stevensburg. Oh yeah that definitely sounds like a city on the east coast that it was does. settled Maybe in that's Woodley's City Right yes <laughs> Omaha says we know that Rogers didn't leak that his relationship with the Packers was the best it's been in a long time because the only media he talks to is Pat McAfee. Therefore we know it must've been the Packers who put that out, which tells us everything we need to know about the true nature of their relationship. If you're good with someone, you don't need to tell the world. That's what you do when you know it's over and you're trying to get ahead of the narrative. This reeks of the Packers low key preparing for life after 12. Hmm, Interesting. I mean, there is no reason
1: why Aaron Rodgers, if he feels like his relationship with the Packers is better than ever before, why he wouldn't just say it when he's on Pat McAfee.
2: And also why he wouldn't just sign a two year ninety million dollar dollar extension. Why why would he, why would he put wait put off that? Yeah.
1: It's a good point. We had one more super chat come in uh, from Jose. Appreciate the super chat. He says, I don't understand the fantasy of a team picking in the top four top ten four out of five years. No All-Pros, no Pro Bowlers, and the 19th-ranked O-line per PFF being one QB away. Greetings from Panama, not Mm. Florida, the actual city. Or the actual country, sorry.
2: And if you want to view the Broncos in a positive light, you can say how much young talent there is. If you want to view the Broncos in a negative light in terms of not being just one quarterback away, you said they had no Pro Bowlers in the first time since 1980. They had one second-team All-Pro. And Justin Simmons, and that—that's where you look, and then you can say, well, how many Pro Bowlers would they have if they had a good quarterback? Maybe that makes. And Javante Williams is the only running back. You can convince yourselves of things, things, but it, it, there is an argument to be had that, uh, you know, if they get a really good quarterback, Ryan, I still think they're gonna be Super Bowl contenders. But then there is a conversation on if they're the number one seed in the AFC.
1: Yeah, and that's—I mean—the AFC is crazy, stacked. Um, so you know, you could make the case that you could get aaron Rodgers, and he might not even be a top two quarterback in in the conference right so top three maybe if you want to go on the joe burrow train yeah um now people are already trying to crown him number one quarterback in the afc i think he needs a little bit more of a um body of work before we can do that i think so he was this year, I mean, in the playoffs, yeah, yeah, but his team was also ten and seven, right? Um, so just need a little, need a little bit more. I'm not trying to, you know, um, denigrate what he did at all. It's just he's not quite there
2: yet. He is clearly the Cincinnati Bengals. He is their team. But Ryan, do you know what he did in the three playoff games? Do you know his stats? Mm-mm. Uh, actually, no, four. Yeah, no, th- the past three playoff games. So not including the first game they played in the playoffs, he had three touchdowns and two picks. I mean, it's not like he put the team on his back and torched every defense he played.
1: No, he made some really big plays in big moments. He was clutch and all those things. But again, it's still Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen absolutely so, and so on
2: and then have the conversation yep. uv uw whitewater bronco says this is my first time commenting love it he says i just want to chime in because i'm so excited that ryan green is joining the dnvr team i've always loved his content at cbs4 and he seems like the perfect fit at the DNVR go broncos yeah uh this
1: is super exciting for everyone and yep. what i love is the people who know ryan green are so excited about this right. and for whatever reason if you 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 know you live in the dnvr nvr silo you're about to be really excited about this when you start to see the content that he creates and speaking of ryan green probably a good time to tease Mm. that rg will be our guest on episode one of season two of three ring circus coming this friday let's go baby so that'll start us up um, it, it should be a great time, and he'll be a great guest to kind of get us going this season.
2: Ryan, we did Three Ring Circus last year for the first time, but we have a lot of new listeners since then. Since it's an off-season thing, what is Three Ring Circus?
1: Yeah, Three Ring Circus is our Friday show where we you know we let our hair down a little bit. Zach unbuttons <laughs> another button oh, on his baby. shirt. Um, and we you know we we try to place. We always try to have a guest. Yep. Uh, and we try to play some fun games and just you know, obviously it's still Broncos related, but you know, a little more loose uh, a little more goofy a little yeah. more fun.
2: Yep, yeah, it's going to be a blast and that's actually Ryan Green's first official day right? Yes, that is his first official day so he's like three hours on the clock we'll starting in the circus <laughs> I love it and I can't wait make sure to tune in, that'll be Friday at noon next one from Kendall Hinton, Hall of Famer I think most people, almost everyone would agree that there is no player that's too much to trade when it comes to trading for the likes of Aaron Rodgers or Wilson but it seems like there's some debate about this and Zach is spec- receives a lot of pushback. Sure, some may balk at the thought of two first picks and... Two first round picks and Pat Sertan or trading Javante Williams. But ask yourself this if the teams, if these teams were willing to trade Wilson or Rodgers for just Patrick Sertan, would you really say no? If you would do that trade, then it's not that Sertan or any player is too is too much to trade. It's really that the entire trade package of whatever draft picks plus that player is too rich for your taste. And that's normal to find a trade that's too rich that's different from that player being too much or untradable. Maybe lots, maybe lots of people will say no just throwing it out there there's no way anyone would say no to Aaron Rodgers for Pat Surtain
1: straight up huh. or Russell Wilson for Pat Surtain
2: that would be so silly yeah it would be so silly the thing is
1: i get it like i get why fans say no you can't trade him because they have their favorite players they buy jerseys that's what fans like that's the whole point so Absolutely. I, I never blame anyone for saying like don't trade that guy mm-hmm. um but i saw uh and you know we were a little different uh than you know the traditional journalists on this type of stuff but i saw someone respond to a guy on twitter the other day who was saying like i can't believe fans think this that or the other thing and they said you're paid to be rational we pay to be emotional you know (laughs) and it was just such a great way of putting it it's like i totally understand why the fans are emotional about this stuff don't trade my guy you can't trade him he's untradeable right um but we try to be the mo- you know, the 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 more rational voice in the room sometimes. Uh, and in this case, it's like there's just no way you hold on to a cornerback when there's a potential elite quarterback on yeah, the table.
2: Without a doubt. And one thing I do want to make clear: I think Pat Sertan is phenomenal. Has of an incredible career coming up. That's why. I think you include him in trade conversations because of just the difference in value between a quarterback and cornerback shows how good Patrick Sertan is that he could be kind of the changing piece to that. So I say this with all the respect in the world to Pat.
1: A hundred percent. And hopefully he doesn't have to be involved in the trade and you get him and, you know, then he's a part of a Super Bowl team. But like I said earlier, if the Broncos, you know, Pat Sertan can have a first ballot Hall of Fame career. The Broncos don't fix the quarterback situation during that career. Yeah. He'll never win a Super Bowl here.
2: Yep. How many Super Bowls did champ win? Zero. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. a bummer. Um, Melbourne Bronco.
1: My boys, I love our new coaching panel. Every single damn one of them. Youth, baby. Sing it with me in your best Bob Dylan voice. Got it. Zach? <laughs> uh
2: but I, I I oh, the times they are a changing. Good job.
1: Forget Rodgers, Wilson, Murray, and company. Let's get that first-round quarterback. Let the coaches and our young playing group all grow and develop together. In two to three years, they'll be the benchmark of the competition. Love this vibe.
2: Man, if this was next year, I think everyone's sold on this idea. And just what's so tough is there are those veterans out there that you could potentially get. uh, But they have a a shorter life. Uh, what's it called? the shorter shelf life than these these rookies, and it's just it's a weaker rookie class. So that's just where there's a little bit of disconnect. But man, Ryan, if you find your guy in the draft, that's the way you go.
1: Yeah, I mean I, that would be fun. Young coaching staff, young quarterback. If it works, you know, like <laughs> that, then you're like one of the most fun teams, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it just better work
2: it better it better next one from orange orange bronco uk hey fellas great pod yesterday love the sink or swim with drew discussion could you see a scenario where we can't get an elite quarterback Peyton doesn't like any quarterbacks in the supposedly average draft class so we trade back and accumulate first round picks for next year this would allow us to sink or swim with drew and then trade up easy to get young or stroud i could honestly see denver drew and hackett clicking and providing some awesome vibes for broncos country thanks for your efforts appreciate yeah,
1: I could see that scenario the hard thing is we keep talking about how it's not a great draft when you talk about that you have to acknowledge that other teams know that too right and they might not be hungry to trade up now if you get a quarterback needy team who won you know a couple too many games I'm thinking like the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah Yeah. Um, then maybe they really want Kenny Pickett he's sitting there on the board at nine they get desperate, and they throw you a crazy offer. You take it yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. And then, yeah, you do whatever you got to do at quarterback to essentially get through to next year. The hard thing is, like, now we're in year two for George Payton. He just hired his yeah. coach. Um, his coach wants to win. yeah. And it just creates these weird dynamics where it's like, uh, I'm starting to feel the pressure a little bit. Maybe we shouldn't go backwards, right. even though it might be the best thing long term. Yep. Cause essentially if you, let's say you tank this year and you go get Bryce young next year, and then you have those early quarterback struggles and you go uh, three and 14 the next year, which has happened with plenty of rookie quarterbacks. Um, Trevor Lawrence. And so now George Payton's record as GM Mm -hmm. is something terrible, like 11 and 40 or something like (laughs) that. Um, Now the pressure's, like, crazy, and you basically have,
2: like, one more year. Yep. The fourth year, it better click, or you're out. And throw in new ownership on that, and there's even that much more pressure on top of it. So it's a really good point, and it's just, it's a weird place to be. The Broncos are in a lot of different positions that don't add up. But if they get Aaron Rodgers, everyone looks like a genius. Yep, absolutely. And Nathaniel Hackett will look like Matt LaFleur, who's the winningest coach in his first three seasons as a head coach. Yep. Must be nice. Hey, yep. Big Tosser 66 said, So I first heard about Athletic Greens about a year ago from a certain someone who appears to be to have stepped on a big pile of poop over at Spotify. I almost <laughs> pulled the trigger on it, but then I didn't. Then the DNVR homies bring it in, and it was time to buy and show them some support. Love this stuff. Exactly what I've been needing. I get some stomach issues and have been noticing some energy drain as I've been getting older, and the difference since I started Athletic Greens is 100% noticeable. Just wanted to throw out a test testimonial backing you guys up i love when you guys try the products and then come back with this stuff because it's easy
1: you know it's easy to i guess doubt us Mm -hmm. although i really like i try to be as honest as possible with you guys at all times (laughs) this stuff is actually amazing yep um but when you hear it from someone like this, it's a little different. Absolutely, and I, and I
2: acknowledge that, yeah. and so that's why I appreciate yeah. it when you guys come. in. Absolutely, that's awesome to hear. He says, "Quick thought. I have heard this elsewhere this week too, but don't you guys think the Packers just pissed Rodgers off by the statement they made over the weekend? Is it obvious they are posturing for the fan base, so they are not the villain if and when he leaves? Everyone already knows they want him back, so why keep going public with more comments when you have already said you're respecting his process and timing? I think this increases his chance." of leaving not staying hmm
1: interesting i i like this whole idea that the packers are the ones leaking this stuff yep aaron's aaron's relationship with us is better than it's ever been <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then i mean as as whoever reported was at rapaport yep can you report that what the packers saying that their relationship with aaron i guess th- no, but he phrased it as Aaron Rodgers' relationship with the Packers is as good as it's been in a while or whatever it was. Yeah. It wasn't the Packers' relationship with Aaron Rodgers. So you have to – it would be misleading if it came from the Packers.
2: That's true. Yeah, the headline is Aaron Rodgers in positive place with Packers' decision on his future looms.
1: You cannot report that in that way if it was the Packers saying that.
2: that. Here's one thing that when it comes to these dynamics – is Aaron Rodgers' camp is very close with Adam Schefter. That's when we were asked, yesterday I believe mm-hmm. it was, how the news is going to break. I said a Schefter report because ultimately it's Aaron Rodgers' decision, not the Packers' decision. And uh, this came from Report, not saying he doesn't have ties with Aaron Rodgers' camp either. I think big, big news is going to come from Schefter if it's coming from Rodgers.
1: It's just really interesting. If, if it was a Packers source mm-hmm. who said, Aaron Rodgers' relationship with us is as good as it's ever been. It just feels like you're you're like willingly getting played.
2: Yeah, yeah. We know that happens to some reporters. Totally, quarters. totally. It does. Not saying it happened to uh, Rap here, but wouldn't be shocked. For sure. Next
1: one is from Mike eighteen oh nine. I'm just beginning to get up to speed on the draft uh shout out to the draft pod and i'm not sure what i'm rooting for by the way you should listen to the draft Pod. absolutely those guys do a great job and it's right here in the feed so you probably see it before um so the following options which would you prefer we take all options assume that we don't pick up another quarterback prior to the draft a trade up to number five pick to draft our guy qb leapfrogging carolina and trading a 2023 first round pick to get there i don't hate that b stay at number nine and take your pick of whoever's there possibly bolstering the o-line or getting a pass rusher C, trade back to pick 18 so New Orleans can draft a QB and pick up a 2023 first-round pick to get there.
2: I like these options, but it's easy for me. So easy. Go ahead. Option C, Mm. especially if it's New Orleans. They just lost the quarterback, Whisperer, and Sean Payton. I like the direction they're going. But not this year. And and on top of all their cap situations, they're going to be a bad team next year. You're looking at a situation, Ryan. Where not only are you getting a first-round pick next year, you may be getting a top-five pick in the draft. Man, if New Orleans does this, I think it would be a massive mistake on their part. They should go full tank this year, which it seems like the direction they, you know, are, are leaning toward. Yeah, uh, and get a top quarterback next year. But if they don't, oh, take that first-round pick.
1: Uh, if Malik Willis is available, I would take him. Okay. Over that. Uh, over
2: that. At nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or at five. Mm. You trade up. Yep. What scares me there is you're giving up a 2023 first round pick. And what right. if Malik does have those growing pains, and then you have that top five pick next year that yeah. is no longer yours?
1: Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. That would really suck. But if you hit, then you never think about it again.
2: Don't have to worry about the quarterback for the next 15 years.
1: Yeah, and for me, I just I'm that tantalized by his abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think that like Bryce Young is awesome and CJ Stroud is awesome. Guess what? To get them, you're going to have to have the number 1 or number 2 pick next year. Yep. Straight up. Yep. I don't think they're going to have that. Right. Now you can build capital and maybe having that extra first round pick next year would be, you know, let's say you had 5 and 23 or I don't know, if the if the Saints were I guess maybe they suck next year. You have 5 and 9. Yeah. 9 and, for a third
2: straight year.
1: Right. <laughs> and um you tr- you can trade that up for number two if let's say the jags have the number two pick or something like right, that. right right um so you could do that Th- that is a possibility i just it's it's like two there's no guarantees whereas mm-hmm. if you just get your guy right now you're well you're guaranteed you got your guy now there's no guarantees that he hits that's up to you and your coaching staff uh to develop him and make sure he does but i want the more sure thing i want i want the you know uh one a bird in the hands better than two in the bush Literally talking about one first-round pick <laughs> yeah. or two in, two in the bush.
2: And I'm sticking with C, but Ryan, here's a thing that could could get me to buy into A. He says to get our guy at quarterback. That means they've identified someone they really like. And then if you identify a guy you like in whatever draft, you do what you need to do to get him. Yeah.
1: Malik's the only one who I would trade up
2: for yep that's fair he's leaning that way for everyone right now and I think last one coming in from Antonia Acosta says two questions one with the Rogers breaking news odds this actually increases the chances of him coming to Denver reason with his fiance from Boulder she would have to see Rogers jerseys elsewhere and hear his name more he definitely sounds like the vengeful type of person
1: goodness gracious Uh, I don't see it that way um, I don't. Th- I really don't think his relationship has any tangible impact on where he plays football next year.
2: And two, what the hell is an instructional designer? Looks like Denver brought one onto the coaching staff. Now let's get Vaughn back and get him a third Super Bowl. Uh, you must have missed the show yesterday
1: because we talked a lot about the instructional designer. It's the coach of the coaches. Yep. Uh, which... Could end up being genius or could end up looking really silly.
2: Exactly. According to the Broncos, uh, he's going to work with the coaching staff to enhance instructional methods in their presentations to the players. He did this the past two seasons with Green Bay, and he has 20 years of experience in education and technology. Honestly, from the description the Broncos had, Ryan, this sounds like someone you bring in for a weekend and he uh, has a presentation to show the coaches, I- I'm, I'm impressed that this is going to be a full-time job for
1: him. Well, I- I'm thinking of it more like this. Um, a coach really wants to teach something, a, a new method, um, and it would be nice of them to have like a nice PowerPoint presentation to go along with it, but they have hmm. game planning, and they have scouting, and they have all this other stuff. They don't have time, so they're mostly just going to show it on the field. Now, they head up Viera and say, hey, here's – the things that are important to me. Here's what I want to show. Here's a clip. um, When I was back in Detroit that will really help that. Then the goes, he gets all the stuff, he gathers it, he puts the presentation together and then the coach can use it.
2: Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. And that makes a lot. That's a full-time job right there.
1: Yeah. And and there's no limit on how many people you can have on a staff. Nope. There's Uh, no
2: salary cap.
1: So I don't know why you wouldn't give everyone more help. Yep. And yep. this gives, you know, this gives Hackett and it gives his assistants more help. I would be hiring these type of, you know, um for lack of a better term, guys who do like busy work. And and I don't want to like take take right, away from right, what right. his importance to the staff is, but you know, putting together a presentation or and stuff like that is a little bit of busy work. I would have someone like this for every coach.
2: Right. Absolutely. Personal
1: assistant for every coach.
2: What's funny is I was thinking that exact same thing this morning because the Broncos finalized their offensive coaching staff today, and there's an assistant line coach. There's an there's an offensive line coach. He has an assistant. Why is there no assistant wide receivers coach or assistant running backs coach? Mm-hmm. Now there's offensive assistants that kind of help with everyone, but I was thinking offensive linemen. Yeah, there's there's five starting, but wide receivers sometimes you see four out on the field. Yep. Why doesn't he get five? an assistant too?
1: Yeah uh i have no idea but <laughs> i'm not even looking for assistant wide receivers coach i'm looking for assistant to the wide receivers coach
2: right 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 just help yep. you know
1: with whatever they need yep. so they have more time to coach yep yeah um, and, and again i don't think that's necessarily what v area is i think he's also there to uh teach them the best ways to reach people right um uh, which is i think is going to be really valuable yeah um and i just again i respect nathaniel hackett Doing things his own way, thinking outside of the box. I think it's really important. Um, and again, if it works, he looks like a genius. If it doesn't, he can sleep at night knowing, hey, I I did it the way that I wanted to do. It. Yep,
2: exactly. I totally agree.
1: All right, I think that's all we have here. Or did we get one last? Oh, a buzzer beater from Luis. Uh, get Rodgers and draft strong. UNR players have been getting worked out in Den- or have worked out in Denver. Brandon Marshall, Virgil Green, Malik Reed. If you draft uh, Carson Strong, you hope that he's better than any of those three players.
2: (laughs) Well, that's for sure. Man, uh, this – I don't like this. This just (sighs) – Half in. Yeah, and now you would be going probably second-round pick on Carson Strong – I think Aaron Rodgers may be a little pissed off by that. He may say, Whoa, why aren't you
1: getting me a wide receiver with the second round pick? Aaron Rodgers would be pissed that his team drafted a quarterback from Nevada. Has uh, that ever happened? Uh,
2: yes, learn from the Packers' mistakes. <laughs> yeah,
1: you just go all in on Rodgers. You maybe draft someone next year. Exactly. Uh, or if he tells you I'm for sure back next year, then, you know, for a third year, mm-hmm. then you wait until after the second year. Right, you, right, at some right. point, you do address it. Um, But I don't think in year one. I always thought the Broncos drafting Brock Osweiler was one of the weirdest, most wasteful picks
2: ever. (laughs) Yep. And also, you keep Aaron in the loop. You say, Aaron, can you give us an idea how many years you have left? And when you have one, is it okay if we use a second-round pick? And and it's absurd to have to ask your players – but you know what? With Hall of Fame quarterbacks, you do have to keep them in the loop.
1: I'm going back to my feelings. I, I, I actually can't stand this uh, strong idea at all. Going back to my feelings on that, on that Brock pick, I was like, your Super Bowl window just opened. Yeah. You have holes on your team. Fill them with your draft
2: picks and forget about someone who's going to sit on the bench for 4 years. And you're using your most val- your second most valuable resource that off season on a backup.
1: Really weird, really yep. weird decision. Yeah. Um that I guess technically bore a little <laughs> right. bit of fruit. Right. Um so I can't completely say it was a just an absolute waste. Mm-hmm. Um but you got 7 games, I believe, uh in 4 years. Yeah. Uh and you know, who's the first round pick that year?
2: It was the very first year Peyton was here, was it? Was it Sylvester Williams? Could have been. Yeah, that's
1: that maybe sounds right. Um, I don't know. The whole thing was just. I just thought it was it was such a waste. So don't do that. You get Aaron Rodgers. You use your well you don't even have a first round pick so I guess you're using your second round pick on strong in this scenario yep you use that to get something that you need not something that you you might need
2: in three years right e- exactly it was Derek wolf was oh the first so it wasn't a so it wasn't pick. yep, That's yep. What, that was my first thought but
1: so they traded out of the first round with Peyton Manning <laughs> what were they doing <laughs> what
2: were they actually very doing? weird <laughs> all right
1: Um well, we're gonna. I'm gonna take the rest of the day to think about that. Uh, appreciate you guys all tuning in, and uh, we will talk to you tomorrow again. Three Ring Circus Friday. Let's go, baby! And hit us with a like, subscribe. Uh, we love those iTunes reviews as well. Appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you. Later.